in a human body. If limbs and muscles are not moved for a significant period of time, then they begin to atrophy, to waste away. And the body is slowly robbed of its vitality, its strength, and even its mobility. But a healthy body will not just maintain muscle mass and strength. A healthy body will always be growing. And lots of people spend a significant amount of time in the gym trying to help that growth, trying to gain muscle mass and improve their physical strength and fitness. No pain, no gain, they might say. In the body of Christ, of which all the baptized are members, if, as a member, we stop moving spiritually, stop advancing and living our life of faith with the desire to grow and become ever more developed, then we can become like those wasted away muscles, a drain on the body rather than a strength, a liability rather than an asset. We must not content ourselves to just hold the status quo in our spiritual life and in our relationship with God. In eternity, there is no rest for the wicked. But in this life, there is no rest for the righteous. In order to grow spiritually, we will have to continue pushing ourselves spiritually. In other words, the teaching, example and urging of Christ Jesus will not allow us to rest on our laurels, not allow us to tell ourselves, I'm doing good enough. I say my prayers, I give to charity, I come to Mass. What more does God expect of me? I'm I'm not a bad person. The temptation can be to set the bar rather low when it comes to the things of faith. And yet God has so much more in store for us, so much more to offer us if we are willing to be made ready to receive it. A sports coach puts the athlete under his or her care through intense and painful training, even when that athlete doesn't feel like it, because he sees that athlete's potential. And he might motivate that athlete by saying, follow my methods, turn up the intensity according to how I say you should, and I will get you a place on that winner's podium. The rich young man who comes to Jesus, is not a bad man at all. He's living the basics of his faith. But Jesus teaches him that his desire for spiritual growth will require him to move beyond the basics. And so he invites him to take the necessary next step, to turn it up a notch. In his case, by abandoning the wealth and security which he has built up for himself. Unfortunately, It is a step this young man is not willing to make and he departs from Jesus, downcast and sad in his soul. This rich young man was a good man, but he had the makings of a great man. The raw material was already there. In the end, he chose to settle for just being a good man and he knew it. Hence the sad departure from Christ. He understood that Jesus was asking him for his permission to transform him into a great man. 
but it was a price he just wasn't ready or willing to pay. The lesson for each of us in this young man's experience is that we can so easily settle for what is good, so easily choose what is good over that which is best, that which is greatest. If I'm honest with myself and with all of you, I can say that most of the time I could be considered as a good enough Christian. But very rarely, if ever, could I be considered a great Christian. And thinking about it these past couple of days, the reason is that so often I am only striving to be a good Christian, not striving to be a great Christian. It's easier to strive to be a good Christian, for I can just go through the motions of my faith, prayer, sacraments, keep the commandments. But I find it very uncomfortable, very challenging to strive to be a great Christian. And yet the Lord calls me and he calls you not to mediocrity, not to settle for the bare minimum in the hope that I will get into heaven by the skin of my teeth. The second reading today from Hebrews speaks of having to give an account of ourselves to the Lord. At the end of my life, I hope I won't be saying to the Lord, Lord, I've done the bare necessities. Please let me in. Hopefully, I will be able to say, Lord, I have left everything and followed you. But right now, I know that I have quite a distance to travel to get to that point, quite a lot of growth and detachment from things before I am able, hand on heart, to say that to the Lord. St. Augustine has said, Jesus Christ is not valued at all unless he is valued above all. In theory, I do value him above all. But in practice, on a daily basis, I am far too much like that rich young man, more attached to the good things that have come my way than I am to the Lord who is the giver of all those good things. Jesus looked at the rich young man and he loved him. I want you to know that Jesus looks at each of you with that same gaze of love, whether you are a great Christian, a good Christian, or a downright terrible Christian. He knows everything about you. He knows the desires stirring in your heart to be all in for his glory. He put that desire there. And he knows the thing or things that prevent you from being all in, from giving your all. Today, I invite you to spend some time on your own and ask the Holy Spirit for light to know and see what it is that stops you from making a fuller commitment in your spiritual life to growth and excellence and holiness. It could be something big that he shows you. It might be something small. For example, maybe he will show you that you spend three hours a day in front of a screen developing your skills as a video gamer 
but barely three minutes in prayer just before bedtime working on your relationship with God. Whatever it is he shows you, ask him then for the grace to just set it aside or at least not give it so much of your heart so that you can take tighter hold of Christ who will then be able to lead you into true greatness as his follower, all in for his glory.